is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? And welcome into a special All-Star Roundtable podcast to discuss breaking news of the last 24 hours. The Cowboys announcing Sunday night that Jason Garrett will not return as head coach in 2020 and reports not confirmed by the team at this point that say Mike McCarthy is the choice to replace him. Nothing official yet, but hey, we're here for the next hour anyway, so why not just kick it around? Might be official in yeah, an hour. It Give could it an be. Hour. We'll know we'll know noon central time if we stay, get anything. Stay on new. your Twitter account, Dave. You got it, Mick. Dave's got the computer he fired up. He doesn't need you to tell him that. It's true. He's on it's it. okay. Computer, <laughs> phone, he's always ready. That's Dave Hellman, Mickey Spagnola, Nick Eatman, Rob Hi. Phillips here for the next hour. Well, we waited for a week for news, and then we got it. During the Eagles wild card playoff game. Yeah, more than we things. could bargain for. Like, literally waited a week for news, found out about coaching interviews before we found out about the last one leaving. Uh, then we finally, yeah, during an Eagles game, no less. Can't convince me that's an accident. No. There's just no way. A lot of Cowboy fans were probably really excited, like right there. Like in the you know, halftime, Jason, okay, finally gone, because I know a lot of Cowboy fans are excited about that. And then the Eagles losing. I mean, that, there you go. It's a nice Sunday afternoon. It's a nice, I mean, maybe not as nice as if they'd been hosting the Seahawks themselves, but yeah. not bad. And then, you know, obviously, it's just reports. The, the team has not made a statement or confirmed or denied anything, but it sounds like they have chosen their coach. We'll see. But, I mean, the fact that. The fact that it looks like they're going ahead with Mike McCarthy 12 hours after letting go of Jason Garrett is pretty stunning to me, honestly. Well, let's go around the table and talk about those reports. And and reportedly, Mike McCarthy came in for an interview over the weekend. Uh, Marvin Lewis, former longtime Bengals coach, was also in for an interview. But uh, reports this morning, Mick, that they've zeroed in on McCarthy, the longtime former Packers head coach who won a Super Bowl inside AT&T Stadium during the 2010 season, I believe. There you go. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. What does that mean? I just threw it out. It's ten oh, years ago. Okay. All right. Um, the same year that Jason Garrett, ironically, yeah. And by the way, the coach here. Do you think uh, Jerry Sly as a fox wanted something in writing for a new head coach before he let the old head coach go officially? I hope not. But it sounded like he might have. But I hope not. Right. Like, was he worried that he wasn't going to find something that he really wanted? That you know, I'm just asking. I threw it out there. Well, that's what Jacksonville, I think, did. I mean, I don't think Jacksonville thought there was a lot of great coaches out there, so they they went with Doug Murrow. They stuck with, they stuck them, with right? Them. And that's, I think, what Jerry was saying. But it's a different situation here. I, I I hope that's not what happened, but I think that there's something to that, Mick. I think he he really was looking to see. All right, I've got the 14th. I've got this date, and I'm going to go and look and see and. You know, the bad part about that is that obviously Garrett can't go and do that. Right. I don't think. Maybe he could have. Or maybe he gave him the opportunity. Who knows? If he had an opportunity to go interview somewhere else before this was made official on Sunday Mm -hmm. that he's not returning, would you imagine they would have let him do that? But he wanted – he was asked – the last time he spoke publicly, Jason did, was on 105.3 The Fan Uh this 
a week ago. Uh-huh. And he said, "Would you, when you meet with the Joneses, would you like to establish that you still want to be the coach? And he said, oh, yeah. yeah. It's the job well, he, he wants. It's the job he's the always game. wanted. He said it after the game. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe, I mean, and you know what? That's that's none of Jerry's concern. Like, he, yeah. he owns the team, and he had Jason under contract, so he can do what he wants. But if that was really what it's about, man, that's – that's awkward. Like, I was just thinking last night, like, Mike McCarthy, you know, interviewed over the weekend. The report is that he stayed an extra night here in Dallas, and it was a whole weekend-long thing. Like, did they take him into Jason's office? Like, even though Jason's still the coach, like, was Jason here? Like, hey, man, remember how you helped me get the Cowboys job? And remember how you might be replacing me now? Like, that's just Remember when you strange. threw that challenge flag on Des? caught that ball and it screwed everything up for us it is that? it's really interesting how their careers are intertwined like in big games mccarthy beats yeah. mccarthy beats the cowboys 45 7 setting up jason garrett to get the job obviously mccarthy derailed both of garrett's best seasons of his cowboys tenure i hadn't even thought about the 2010 game yeah mike mccarthy's wade, packers got jason garrett this job in the first place wade phillips last game as head coach mm-hmm. wow yeah. mike mccarthy i mean we're not probably sitting here if the Cowboys don't lose that game to the Packers in 2016. Yeah. You know. And 2014. 14 too, but but 16, 16 stung a little bit more yeah. now just because you were at home, you had home field advantage. And the way you lost it, right? Yeah. With time expiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you, you can you can make the case, I mean, some of the greatest coaches of all time. Um I bet you most of the great coaches of all time have a Hall of Fame quarterback with them. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And so, you know, a lot of people will say, well, yeah, we had Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, I mean, all these guys had somebody. You know, Belichick's had Brady and, and, you know, Landry and Noel. And all those guys have had Hall of Fame guys. So I I don't know if, if you can say that it's just that or not. I mean, he's the offensive coach and. You know, he they, they had some really good players. I, I know this. They would rotate a lot of receivers in there, guys that you wouldn't think would be, you know, starting caliber guys. And next thing you know, they're in the Pro Bowl. You know, whether what, or not that's just Aaron Rodgers, I'm not sure. But, I mean, I'm sure he has a big part of it. That what, is gonna what be, year did McCarthy get there? Uh, 06. 06. He was there from 06 to 2018, through 2018 season. Went 125 and 77 and 2 with nine playoff appearances. Mentioned that Super Bowl. Also, four NFC title games. And by the way, he's one of three coaches or four coaches, including the great Tom Landry, to make eight straight playoff appearances mm. throughout his tenure from did 2009 to Did he have Favre, too? He did. For, a, for two seasons. Two seasons? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that, that's great stuff. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I think that they're looking at here. I, I believe that Jerry, Stephen, Will McClay look at this and go, you know what, we've got a roster of players. They, I, they they believe that. Now, we can argue all day how great it really is, but they feel like they've got a talented roster that maybe needs to be you know coached better, and here's a guy that's done it. And I don't think you can say all that and say, well, it's because of Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I don't believe that. I, I and that's. I mean, that's going to be the debate about this hire. If that is the hire, it certainly looks like it is. Um, Once again, reports say that yeah. it's trying to cover close. our bases here. Yeah, but not, nothing official from the team yet. Um, but that that's going to be the debate. Is you know how much of it is is Mike McCarthy? How much of it Aaron, is Aaron Rodgers? As always, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Having a quarterback of that caliber certainly helps you, but. 
it's hard to reach the postseason that many times in a row. It's hard to win 10 playoff games. Uh, I don't think you can take all the credit out of Mike McCarthy's hands for that. But I certainly think the quarterback plays a role in that. And I, I think you're absolutely right. Like this, um, this feels like a, a win now higher. Like this is a this is a t- like Gar- Jerry doesn't want to do that learning curve thing all over again if this is his guy. And that bringing in the analogy you mentioned at the top of the show, my dear friend Alyssa Cowie gave this to me. And I'm the Cowboys beat writer, but I thought it was an awesome analogy. It was like Mike McCarthy is Zach Martin. Go back to 2014. They had the choice between Johnny Manziel and Zach Martin. Like that's what it was down to. Mm. Flashy guy. You don't know if it's going to work. Mercurial talent. Could take you to another level, could flame out spectacularly. And in this analogy, obviously, that's like a Lincoln Riley or an Urban Meyer. And then you have a very proven, solid guy that's not going to just make any, make everybody excited. Like the draft party's not going to go insane when you draft Zach Martin, but it's a very stable, safe, smart hire. And I know like Zach Martin's going to go to the Hall of Fame. I get that. We don't know if McCarthy's going to work out that well, but I think there's something to that. Well, there's probably more to that analogy. Uh, I don't know if the, if that, there's some implying going on there, but there's more to that analogy because if you remember, everyone knows that Jerry wanted Manziel. Yeah, Jerry didn't want the safe And place. what happened? Yeah. Steven had to go in there and say, "Listen, you know, and all the other scouts and I mean, everyone coaches didn't want it either, but Steven had to go and be the one and say, we got to do this, and I think from what from what I've been hearing, I think that something similar was happening here. I really do. I think Jerry had a hard time letting go of Garrett, and I think I don't know if it's just Steven or whatever, but I think there's other people that were like, "Listen, we got to make a move here," and so I, it was tough. It, it, that the same thing happened with Demarcus Ware. I mean, Jerry told Demarcus Ware that he was coming back, and then he wasn't. So I mean, I'm, it just that happens. I do know though, and you might be right. Jerry was quoted. It was right after the Big 12 title game because Matt Rule and Lincoln Riley were both coaching here. And he said, he was like, college to pro is like the hardest transition. Like, that's the least likely to breed you success, which I thought was interesting at the time because obviously Jimmy Johnson came straight from college. But he's right in the sense that like hotshot college coaches don't have a great track record in the NFL. So maybe somebody put that idea in his head, but eventually I think he came to that conclusion that that's a big risk. Well, do you do you think that wasn't what he was thinking? He should have been thinking this way. Why do you want to bring in a head coach to practice on your dime? It, that's never been a head coach. That doesn't have any NFL experience. I mean, again. Again. Because, I mean, they did it, obviously. Yeah, it, but look at where they were in 89. That's not the right, same he's thing. He's talking about Jason. Jason. Oh, well, well, okay, yeah. What do you, are you talking about like a I'm college coach? I'm just saying coach? now a college coach, yes. Yeah. And make that transition, gotcha. or bring in a coordinator to practice on your on your time. But that's the risk, right? Like for every time it doesn't work out, there's a Sean McVay who like had barely been a coordinator who got his team to a Super Bowl. Okay, who else? Yeah, yeah see, that's you, my well, point. I mean, right? Matt Lafleur is doing it in Green Bay right now. I okay. mean, it happens. Right? It's not like yeah, it's I impossible. Mean, Andy Reid, at some point, these guys never had head coaching experience, and then they did. You know, but I, I, as he was in the NFL for a while, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of another college guy that's straight from college. Now, this franchise has a history of it, though. They do. Jimmy came in, and everything changed. Now, but that was different. They were failing, and you got a new owner, right? And they were terrible. Well, so, Switzer, I mean, yeah, Switzer was actually. Kind of, I mean, Switzer came in on a team that was ready to win, right? Yeah. He was Queen Elizabeth. Okay, I don't get that. 
<laughs> reference. <laughs> Sorry. He was the monarch. Uh, a figurehead? The queen doesn't run the country, right? Uh, now, gotcha. Jim Har. Okay, Jim Harbaugh. I don't know if you can say Pete Carroll's in that category because he was an NFL head coach, then went to college. Yeah, and but came he back. was out of the game for a long time. Yeah. He it, was in college for a while. There is precedent for it, but to your point, Jerry was asked about college coaches kind of dancing around. You know, this is when J- Jason still had the job late in the season, and he, he mentioned that college coaches, it's the track record is not good. Mm-hmm. And I think Nick's right. They feel like this is a roster that should have done more than it did this year. That's young, but has talent, and won 10 games and got to the second Which, round two years ago. I guess I was just arguing with you, Mick, but I real, I, I feel like I'm coming around to that point of view. Is like I, I was intrigued by, by the Lincoln Rileys of the world. Like, yeah, like maybe this won't work out, but maybe it could take you to a level – unprecedented at least in recent memory but but then you look at you look at everything McCarthy has done in his career you look at what he's accomplished you look at his experience in the league he hasn't just worked with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre he got some good seasons out of Aaron Brooks in New Orleans he was in San Francisco for a year like he's got a lot of experience and then going back to Aaron Rodgers does not Mike McCarthy deserve some credit for developing him in the early going of his career I mean he didn't come out of the womb as the best quarterback in the league yeah because if you remember they played against Brett Favre under Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. in 2007 here at Texas Stadium. And Aaron Rodgers had his coming up. Yeah. And, then, right. and then they took the off second there. half. Yeah. And so for all of those reasons, and that's why I think the Zach Martin thing is such a good analogy because this is not sexy, but neither was that. But if he does his job and learns from his experiences in Green Bay the way that people think he can, it could be a heck of a hire. Well, and it's also very similar to Wade Phillips. As well, you know, but back in 07, when you're like, okay, this team was, you know, close, and you know that that 06 team, and, and Par- Parcells took them pretty far, yeah. and, but then, you know, they were ready to kind of move forward, and they just needed a different voice, you know. And I think a lot of the co- a lot of the players actually liked what Wade brought as opposed to Bill, you know. It's different, but they needed Bill. It's it was that's the tricky part here is that they needed that from 03 to 06. That team was ready to go. You know, not that Wade took him over the top. He certainly didn't, but neither did Bill. I mean, nobody has, really. It was almost like a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. like they needed some relief. And actually, that's what happened from Jimmy to Switzer. At the time. At the time, yeah. Jimmy Jimmy was grinding that team, yeah. yep. and they needed a breath of fresh air. So Switzer comes in, and he's kind of an opposite coach. And the same thing happened with Wade. Now, we'll see what, what happens here, but... Think about it. If the premise was he didn't want to bring in a college coach or he didn't want to bring in a coordinator to practice being a head coach from a guy with head coaching experience that hadn't been out of the game that long, who were the other candidates? I don't want somebody that's been out five years. You know, they're going to come in because they forget how hard you have to work to, to be successful. You know, it sounds to me, and I, and I don't know everything that, that went on this last year, but it sounds to me that what, what McCarthy did in 2019 could be the reason that he's, that he's hired just he as stayed. much as anybody as anything yeah. else he's done. He stayed Absolutely. with it, right? Do you guys know a little bit more of that story? Why don't we take a break yeah. and get into it when we come back? Because okay. it's a really interesting story, and yeah. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network did a big feature on him and what he did, Mike McCarthy did, in his year off from football. Again, reports that the Cowboys are zeroing in on Mike McCarthy to replace Jason Garrett. Nothing confirmed yet, but we'll continue the discussion next when we come back.
Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open down. Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio inside the Star in Frisco. Oh, so much going on this week. What happened to last week? This you seemed, were complaining this, all last week we had, because we were just sitting around music. waiting. We had crickets last week, didn't we? It, it's either all or nothing, just like the TV show. Mm. Everything or nothing. I don't know. You like this music? It, yeah. Should we add it to one of the podcasts? It just seems like breaking news or, or Beverly Hills Cop 4 or something like that. But, I mean, it just it seems like, you know, you got the horn going off. It's like big stuff happens here. That's right. That's what they say. Reportedly, anyway. Well, we know Jason Garrett is not coming back. The press release from the Cowboys last night that they will not seek a contract extension with Jason after nine full years as the head coach. And now... Twelve hours later, we That's, get reports that Mike McCarthy might be on his way to town. All of the like, you know, all of the reflection pieces on the Garrett era like went out the window. Cause like, you know, you're kind of you're still digesting the news. You're like, we saw this coming, but it finally happened. But then before you can even really get your ducks in a row on that, we're we're on to potentially hiring the next head coach. Sorry, Jason. Life comes at you fast. It really does. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, we broke the last segment talking or teasing. 
what Mike McCarthy has been up to yeah. the last 12 months since he parted ways with the Packers after the 2018 season. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, I alluded to it. I'm probably not the right person for it because I haven't read it all. Have y'all actually read yes. that story? Okay. But basically, he, he spent last year, and he's got like a team of, of coaches that, that you know, it very is it, – it, it's very reminiscent to like what John Gruden was doing, even though he was at you know out of coaching, he was still like evaluating tape and players. And it looked like that McCarthy had assembled a team of coaches to 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 really study the game, not be you know away from the the players, the the uh, the draft guys, and then also really taking analytics into equation as well, and just making sure that they don't stay too far out of this mix here and 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 stay you know. Uh, you know, kind of up to date with everything that's happened, happening in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been camped out at his place near Green Bay. Bunch of other coaches have been part of it with him. Jim Hazlitt, who he goes way back with, and that it's I don't know. Part of me is intrigued and impressed because you know he's he talks about like embracing analytics and embracing a lot of the changes that have taken over football in the last ten years. Part of me is also like, man, this is a hell of a PR like a PR yeah. stunt. Like, you know, and this this story dropped. Uh, Tom Pelissero, uh, who's a great reporter for NFL Network, it came out in like early December, which Perfect. is right around the time where jobs are starting to kind of align and you kind of have an idea of what's going to be open. Good for him, man. Like that's he interviewed for every job, right? Every job that's been open, he interviewed for. I don't did. I don't know if he actually took those interviews. Reportedly, Browns, Giants, and Panthers. Okay, so he was yeah. at least linked to those jobs. Yeah, he was. All I know but that the Redskins. I think. Oh, yeah. the Redskins. Yeah, he didn't do it. The but Redskins. which, hey, use use the media to your advantage. That was something that I never thought Jason Garrett did a good enough job of. Like he just wanted to do his thing. He wasn't gonna, you know, play in the media, and and that's it's admirable in its own right. But like, you can use the media to your advantage, and I definitely think Mike McCarthy did that. Here's a blurb from the story, just real quick, that Tom Pelissero wrote. Dave mentioned this kind of unofficial coaching staff that he put together in the off season. He said together they've spent months preparing as if they're the 33rd coaching staff, from studying league trends and rebuilding playbooks to deep dives on analytics, like Nick said and mapping out a calendar for practices and meetings all the way through training camp. McCarthy also did a deep dive on himself, going through boxes dating to his early days as an assistant at Pittsburgh and with the Chiefs to study how his philosophies have evolved over the past 30 years and where he needs to go from here. Nick Saban know about that? I thought Alabama was the 33rd NFL uh, team. Yeah. No. Mm. So having this said Not that, this year, sorry. does he know who his defensive coordinator is going to be? Sounds like Jim Haslett was, you know. Yeah, no, I wonder, though. Like, I hope I, I'm, Well, I wonder if, like, you know, they have this whole thing in Green Bay and they're the 33rd staff, but Mike McCarthy gets this call and he's like, appreciate, Sorry, guys. appreciate your help, got, y'all. Got a new staff. I get to take two. Yeah, ser- no, seriously, he's like, I only got two tickets. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I have a hard time believing like that's that staff is not coming here in full. I don't know. You're at the national title game next week. Yeah, I got don't, two tickets to paradise. Don't remind me. Yeah, yeah, you got to figure I think it out, don't you? Defensive coordinator. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already been interviewed. That's kind of well. I would imagine when you interview, that's one of the questions they ask you. Marvin Lewis. We're talking Marvin Lewis here. No, I'm talking Mike McCarthy. Who's your defensive coordinator? Nick was implying. I'm and implying I know Marvin what you're Lewis. Implying, yeah, and I could see that happening yeah. also. If that's who he wants, you know, I I know what people think, and I, they can't be one hundred percent wrong. 
because you have to interview a minority coach before you can hire anyone. And they did that right off the bat. But I'm telling you that Marvin Lewis was not uh, just strictly Rooney rule. I, I promise you he's not. And if, um, and if it wasn't, then if it's not for that, what mm-hmm. you're suggesting, it's let me pick your brain about defense. Right. And then you know what you're looking for right. if it's not him. But I, that occurred to me also. Well, Marvin Lewis has been a head coach in the NFL for almost 20 years. Yeah. Right? With one spot, taking the Bengals to multiple playoff appearances. I mean, he's a qualified, outstanding coach who, by the way, has a Super Bowl ring for defense mm-hmm. with maybe one of the definitely one of the greatest defense we've ever seen in Baltimore in 2000. Yeah, he was the defense coordinator of that Ravens team, but you know, but, it has to be said that he has not won a, he did not win a playoff. I'm going to say if you're and and his credentials are are fantastic and that's great, but like if you're taking it at face value that they were interviewing him to be the head coach, he couldn't take his team to the round that Jason Garrett couldn't get past. And that's that just was never going to sit well with Cowboys fans. No. Like he he couldn't get out of the wild card round, and it was it wasn't like he was always getting into the wild card round at nine and seven either. Like he went one and done with some twelve and four teams in Cincinnati. You know, if I remember correctly, Jason Garrett might have been the first guy to interview back in two thousand seven. Um, if it wasn't him, it was three guys on the staff already: the Todd Bowles and I believe. Uh, Sperano, maybe. Um, he was certainly hired before yeah, Wade. He was hired, but I'm just saying he was he was interviewed for the head coaching job and became an assistant, obviously the offensive coordinator. So maybe maybe that happens. I don't know though. I don't know if McCarthy, Marvin Lewis. I don't know if that if that works there. But it's neither do I. But man, that would be that would be some next level maneuvering by Jerry Jones if you interview a candidate that satisfies the Rooney Rule, hire Mike McCarthy. And then slot Marvin Lewis in as his defensive coordinator. And it's funny because any fan will say, you can't hire Marvin Lewis to be your head coach. But will immediately be like, Marvin Lewis as the D.C.? You got me listening now. Just like like Wade Phillips. Exactly. A veteran guy with skins on the wall. He's coached Ray Lewis. He's coached Ed Reed. He won a Super Bowl with the greatest defense of all time. Blah, 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 blah. That sounds awfully intriguing to me when you think about this defense having a lot on talent and not a lot on leadership. And there's another point. He's available. Yeah, very available. Because when you put a staff together, you may have all these guys you like. They may not be available. So, you know, right now, name me an available defensive coordinator that you would sink your teeth into. And that's hard to... to yeah, I mean, where's I Mike not even know where to start. Oh, Saint. Mike Nolan That is a name is that has available. kind of... Saint. He is available, well, right? He's, he's well, on the Saints staff. I don't think he's, he's a linebacker's coach. But he's coach. a linebacker's coach. Yeah, but, but that you but know, being a defensive coordinator, we, we've talked about this before. I mean, you could be quality control, and as long as you're not getting right. offered as the head coach... You're still under contract, right? And so. you have to look at what his contract is. Yeah, yeah which... and that's never public. Although I, Mike Nolan's name has gotten thrown out there. Um, he was McCarthy worked for him for a year when he was the 49ers head coach. Uh, I don't see any other corresponding moves, but I mean, obviously, a longtime defensive coach in this league. His dad was coach here, right? Yeah, yeah. Dick yeah. Nolan. Yeah. So there's yeah there's ties there. The late great Dick Nolan. That's going to be that. I mean, and again for the 18th time, they there nothing official has been announced. No, it certainly sounds like McCarthy is going to be the ninth head coach of the Cowboys, but it's not official. But if it is, the next question is what does that mean about this staff? Because for all the guys that are out of contract, there's just as many that are under contract. Several of whom I think Jerry Jones probably wants to keep around. 
Yeah. And is Mike McCarthy willing to play ball with that? And I, this is just me well, spitballing. If this, deal, if this deal gets done, then we'll find out pretty quickly. I yeah. just, I just have this gut feeling that there's, I mean, there at least two, two names come to mind immediately: Kellen Moore and John Kitna. And I just feel like, I wonder if Mike McCarthy kind of had to acquiesce and say, you know, if I'm going to be your head coach, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to play ball and keep those guys around. Well, there's nothing wrong with Kitna being your quarterback coach, right? Sure. And if you think about what some of these other head coaches are doing, you can keep Kellen Moore to do all the coordinator work, and then you're the guy on game day, sort of the way Bill did it. He yeah. had coordinators. They weren't coordinators. Bill called the plays. He had, he a, pass, had, he had a passing game and a running game yeah, coordinator. Yeah. And, uh, and Peyton, Haley. And there's yeah, nothing wrong Maurice with have, having a young guy kind of do all the legwork during the week, and then and you're and freed up. That that's is, what people are doing, right? I mean, and McCarthy was the Packers play caller for most, if not all, of his tenure there. I looked this up. He there was one year in 2015. He gave it up. He gave it up to Tom Clements, and I looked up the stats. They were 23rd in total offense. 15th in scoring, and he took it back. Took it yeah, back. You only had to say one year. I knew that <laughs> if you did it for one year. Well, you know, if you remember 2014, they were on the just on the cusp of the Super Bowl again. Had an error on special teams, I believe. Yeah, you dropped, see, dropped an onside kick. You you keep saying that. Yeah, I do. You keep mentioning the dropped onside kick, yeah, but do. you don't ever bring up the 13 point lead in the fourth quarter that just dwindled away. Actually, I think it was bigger than that. No. That's honestly, and like I said, all like, you got to do is fall on the ball when you're in the Super Bowl. All you got to do is like that. coach a better fourth quarter and you win that game comfortably. That's honestly. Well, all the officials have to do is see that Des caught that ball and they're not even in that game. Mm. I mean, that's that's a different conversation. <laughs> that's saying. a much different conversation. No, I want to go back and look at this. But my point is, they lost that game, and I think the— re- It was 19-7 to with 11 minutes to play. The word was that after that loss, he wanted to be more of a walk-around guy to kind of keep the pulse of everything, and the offense wasn't what it normally was. With a, with a healthy Aaron Rodgers in 2015, he took it back. So, yeah, he has been, by and large— I believe the play mm-hmm. caller in Green Bay for many years. I mean, I bet Sean Payton has an offensive coordinator. Do you think he that does. guy's got anything more than just a title? Because he's doing it. So you would need somebody to do that, and you need probably somebody on the staff to retain that has some connection to the team you yeah. have. Yeah, I remember Wade Phillips said that uh, several years ago when he joined the, uh, the staff. He said, you know, you, coaches will always do that. You never just, just wipe out the entire staff because what happens is is that you end up making the same mistakes on these guys. You know, so it is good to have a couple of, of holdovers to say, all right, tell me about him. And if not, because you, you're just going to go, well, this guy's, you know, this guy looks great. What's the problem? And, you know, they kind of have some history there. And the perceptions are already out there that Jerry's going to force these coaches on sure. Mike McCarthy. But I, I wouldn't view it as forcing. No. Like, it, it's it's kind of like Matt Rule turned down the Jets job last year because he didn't want that. And if McCarthy does sign a contract to be the Cowboys coach, it's because he agreed in principle that this that he's okay with whatever is going to remain over from the last staff, I would assume. He's not going to sign on to a job without having a pretty clear idea of what Jerry wants to do with the staff. And I'm sure, and also, when coaches interview for jobs, they've always got a short list of who they would hire and who they mm-hmm. want. So I'm sure that, you know that's part of the discussion here. Yeah. Oh, that's the first question they ask you during the interview. Yeah. 
It's like, what kind of staff are you going to put together? Well, yeah, and and basically, I think I think it's the other way around too. I think that the the coach asks, how many guys do I get? I know that that's what happens in college. You're like, all right, I get go to this place. I can take four with me. I can go to this place. I can take seven. Uh, so I bet you Mike McCarthy has a number of of, of how many people he can take and which guys are going to stay. Um, where I wonder is where does if at all, but where or how does Jason Witten f- factor in here? Because you know he he could be a, a coach on staff. I mean, from what I've been told about Witten is that you know yeah he wanted to be a head coach somewhere and he still might. But if he has the opportunity to go and learn from some people, some veterans, and this would be one of those cases, you know maybe he's got a, a role somewhere. Maybe believe, it's tight ends coach. I believe Doug Mus- Nussmeier is out of contract. Yes, I, he is. So. Well, <laughs> and Witt hasn't announced what he wants no, to do. No, but he has said that at some point in his life, future, he would like to get into coaching. His grandfather yeah. did it. His brother's doing it. I was actually uh, on a similar line. I was thinking, um, you know, because McCarthy obviously was in Green Bay forever. They drafted Randall Cobb while he was there, so a lot of people kind of tie those, you know, connect those dots. Like, oh, maybe this helps their chances of bringing back Randall Cobb. Mike McCarthy's also from Pittsburgh. Which is where Sean Lee is from, and I, I don't think they really have a history together. But I was like, "Damn, you connecting those dots, I'm just just reaching, just grabbing at straws right now. Why not? I don't, I don't know. No, that's interesting. That's interesting. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be a new linebackers coach. That's true. Ben Bloom is out of contract, I believe. It's the team doesn't tell no, you. They don't none announce of these no. coach contracts really like they do players. Uh, but that's that's the reports, I think. Probably need to hire the defensive coordinator before we hire the linebacker. I was going to say, well. that's, there's going to be... if this That's how Mick would do it. <laughs> you, would think. you would think this this sounds like it should be official by midweek. And if that's the case, then you get the ball rolling. I mean, I said last night that I would be surprised if they went to the senior bowl without a head coach. Obviously, like, that definitely looks like it's going to... Like, they're going to have a head coach when they go to the senior bowl. But... Let's say, I mean, let's say they finalize this Wednesday. That gives them almost two weeks before they even go to Mobile. Like, I would assume they'll have a f- pretty yeah. finalized staff by the time they get to Mobile. I think it would be an advantage to do that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, if this does get done, and again, it's not official, maybe we shouldn't be surprised that it's taken a few days because, mm-hmm. you know, Jason was in the final year of his deal. There was not a commitment to him beyond 2019. So you had to know. Jerry and Steven had a short list of what they wanted to do, contingency plans, if this didn't work out. And obviously it was a disappointing finish to the season. Well, they should have if they were doing their due diligence. Right, right. you you got to have a list just in case. And I I would imagine they did. I think that's what weirded people out, though. And I think y'all's theory sounds right, that they didn't want to just step out on Jason Garrett until they had a good contingency plan in place. But I think most people would say is like, at this point, it it needed to be somebody different. Even like it, it just Either needed way, to be another yeah. guy. Even if you didn't get the Mike McCarthy, like you just got to try something new. So the thought that you know, let's say if the Panthers had like snatched Mike McCarthy out from under you on Friday, you're really just gonna meet with Jason again and be like, all right, let's run this thing back. <laughs> like that doesn't sound like a good idea at all. No, and I think I think Mike McCarthy is probably. You know, some fan bases, and there's some fans out there that aren't really that excited about it. But, you know, I think that he's walking into a good situation because for the most part, like you said, just anybody knew was what fans will want. And so if this guy's done it, and he's actually been to the to the, the place that Garrett couldn't go, 
you know, the championship game, obviously, Super Bowl. I'm sh- I'm sure there are people out there that don't like it, but I think most people are probably at least okay with it for a lot of the reasons that we've already talked about. Is like he doesn't have to learn on the job, like Mick pointed out. He's been here before. He can command authority in the locker room. He's obviously with whatever you say about Rodgers, like he's gotten his team deep into the playoffs. And so with a roster like this, you can just plug and go. And if it doesn't work, then two, three years from now, you're like, well, let's start this thing over. And But it'll be a drastically different team by that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, older team for sure. Most playoff wins since 2006 for coaches. Bill Belichick has 20. The next guy is John Harbaugh and Mike McCarthy at 10. So like you guys said, he has done it. And the thing, Dave, I know you're talking about college coaches and guys that have a lot of bright ideas that would be interesting candidates but to me if if they hire McCarthy they're getting they're getting that but they're getting the experience with it because I said this on our podcast our joint podcast last week if you're going to move on from Jason Garrett you're going to pay Dak Prescott a lot of money one way or another next year this year whether it's the franchise tag or a long-term deal he's coming back you got to get every penny out of that you got to make sure he is can reach another level than what he did this year, which was a terrific season. 30 touchdown passes, almost a franchise record in passing yards. That's got it. That's my opinion. It would be your main investment to get as much as you can out of Dak. And th- I don't know if there's a better guy out there to do that than, than McCarthy based on his resume. So you guys talked about McCarthy being with Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. Yeah. How many did Belichick have? 20? Say again? Belichick, 20. Playoff 20 playoff wins. Playoff yeah, wins. yeah he those, had a pretty good one, too. Any of those without Brady? No. No. Did he get one in Cleveland, maybe? Oh, well, I don't think so, Mick. Mm. I don't think anybody's going to minimize his record. No, but no. then then you look at Harbaugh, you know, and, yeah. and Harbaugh's at, at probably going to pass McCarthy, I would imagine. I mean, we'll see what happens in the playoffs because, as we saw this past weekend, you know, there's, there's some good, strong parity in, in those top 12 teams. And, you know, the, what, three road teams won? Yeah. And the fourth one was overtime. And, you know, Buffalo had plenty of chances to, to win that game. Or, or, you know, not plenty, but they had chances. They had enough. They had enough chances to win. And, you know, that was a, it was a good game. And so I, what I'm saying is, going back to, to Harbaugh, he, I mean, he's won with Flacco. I guess, is that it? Dilfer? He was um, he there? No, 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 he no. wasn't the head coach. That was Billick. Billick. It was. I mean, it's been Flacco. I mean, they got to the playoffs last year, but they lost to the Chargers, I believe. Yeah. I don't know if he's won a game without Flacco yet. I'd have to look. But he's know. a guy that's but, totally reinvented I mean, himself in terms of embracing analytics. Yeah. They say, and, and also nobody in their right mind is putting Flacco in the conversation with Rodgers and Brady either. Oh no, well, no, no, he had a heck of a playoff run in 2012. That's I guess, sure. and and that's like I'm coming around on this idea because to your point. McCarthy is pro- like he's got proven credentials, but you've also like you've watched him, right? If you know football at all, you've watched him for a decade. Like you know, like he he's kind of stubborn with his playbook. Like his late game management doesn't seem amazing. Again, you know, kind of bungled the end of that NFC Championship game. It's all stuff that every coach does, but anybody that's watched football for the last fifteen years has seen it. You know, they've watched Packer games and they're like, oh, I don't know about this Mike McCarthy. Like you kind of let's say. He's like his. He's at like an eight. Like you're getting an eight, and that's great. But then you think about let's just for example use Lincoln Riley. 
he could be it, theoretically in your mind he could be like the Sean McVay who's like a a 10 and you know the entire NFL world is talking about like look how Lincoln Riley has changed the game like remember how absurd it was with Sean McVay last year it could everybody be everybody getting hired around the league right. with Kingsbury because you're looking for the next McVay and it, yeah. it could be that and the potential is intriguing but the risk that it doesn't pan out is obviously what scares you and so McCarthy, like I say, it's just a steady, good hire. It's probably like you're not just jumping can, for joy about it, but can, can I can't knock it either. Sorry, can y'all think of a no, game where Garrett kind of me- like messed up at the end of the game and didn't they didn't win like because of late game management? Can y'all think of a specific game? I mean, I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. It happens. You know that you can you can. There's a few That's, losses there. I mean, I know it's happened, but like yeah. to come up with one shocking example. Well, the one he gets accused of and wrongly was the end of the Arizona, Arizona game. game. Remember when he when called he timeout? timeout? Yeah. But yeah. he had his kicking coach and his special teams coach running down the sideline yelling at him to call timeout because they got on the field late. I think my my point to that is I think and there's some fans out there that that are they're oh this game and this game but rarely do they ever say well what a great job by that coach sure. to 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 win that game and 10 playoff wins for McCarthy I guarantee you it happened where they did a nice job 100%. down the stretch and the Cowboys was one of them I mean and 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 that game in in 14 and, and 16. Actually. And think about it. He did the, his best decision in that 14 game was to challenge the catch, <laughs> right? He threw a red flag. Yep. That that won the game for him. I'll, I'll, always, I'll always be annoyed about the way Garrett handled the end, coincidentally enough, the end of the 2017 Packers game. They didn't try at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't try at all to run time off the clock and just gave Rodgers the ball back with like 48 seconds. And Which is an eternity. So you friend. wanted your cake and eat it too, right? No, you, I you just wanted to make sure you didn't lose. I want, you also wanted to run the timeout. That's I, tough. I mean, it's I, tough. I look at Sean Payton yesterday, right? Oh, Sean Payton he, he bungled spent, a lot of stuff in that game. He could have spent a timeout and saved 10 seconds. No, and that, that and he honestly, took that timeout to the. To the locker room. This kind of proves my point is like if you've watched any coach for long enough, you've seen him screw stuff up. Yeah. It's it's just that we're so close to it here. And the fans are too, because they're following their team. It's but, like you only see it here. But the, I mean the Packers are just like the Cowboys. Like if they're playing a moderately interesting game, it's gonna be on national TV. They've been in the playoffs more than almost anybody over the last decade. So you've had a lot of chances to see Mike McCarthy screw stuff up. Mm-hmm. And that's if you're not excited about this hire, that's probably why. And it doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It's just you get, you know, you color your opinion based on like the 15% of what you see in these huge moments and not the noon kickoff against the Panthers in September. So what's the bar for Mike McCarthy? Why don't we uh why don't we talk about that when we come back? Good tease. Yeah. <laughs> Big with close. the tease. I love it. Let's let's talk about the bar for Mike McCarthy. If indeed he is hired as the Cowboys' next coach, next on our Roundtable podcast. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So 
Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor US Essilor. See more, do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. There's your music, Nick. I like it. Sounds like an air raid. Welcome back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It's been about 18 hours since the Cowboys announced Jason Garrett would not have his contract renewed. And now we've got reports that Mike McCarthy might be on his way to replace him. And Mick left us with a wonderful tease a few minutes ago. If it is Mike McCarthy as the Cowboys' ninth head coach in franchise history, what's the bar for him? Yeah, what's the what's the what is it for success? What is what does he have to do? I think we know. I mean, yeah, it's the same as it was. <laughs> so, what do you do if you don't get a new guy? I mean, so every year you don't go to oh, the no, no, NFC no. title I, game, you're changing? You're, to some degree, this is a clean slate, right? Like, Mike McCarthy doesn't have to, he doesn't have to get to the Super Bowl next year to keep his job. You get to the playoffs. What about that? What if he goes 8-8? Eight and eight? Have you seen that? What if he goes 8-8? Eight and eight? So do you realize that in Garrett's nine years, eight times he either went to the playoffs or had a chance in game 15 or 16 to go to the playoffs? Eight of the nine. Yeah, but how many did he get there? I just said three. So the next guy better be that close, if not better. Well, McCarthy went like I what, gotcha, you, eight years in a but row. That's not here. I, I know, but okay. Yeah, I, I mean that sounds really great. Like it's a great statistic until you rem- remember that he lost most of those. Games. I got it. I got it. Yeah, and the fact that those you know those teams were eight and eight and and lost in the last game of the year to go to win the NFC East, which meant that. You know, nine and seven, I think, won the NFC East. That just goes to show how bad it really is. I mean, you know, when when you're when you're getting to play the same six teams that are all bad, you know, that's that just kind of goes to show just how average or below average your team really was. I think one of them went ten and six. I can't remember which one. Well, they were eight and eight, and I thought they had a chance every year. But, but they the the team that they oh nine played and was seven eight, they yeah. were they were nine and seven, and if you tied yeah, them, yeah, you tied them, you, you were going to right. go. You're it's right. actually it's uh, that's a point I thought of earlier in the show. I pulled up the Packers playoff history, and something that jumps out to me is like when he gets there or when he has gotten there. His team is successful more often than not. And when I say successful, I mean they win a game at least. Like 2010, obviously, this storied run through the playoffs as a wild card. Uh, They won games in 2012. They obviously 2014, 2015, and 2016. You're winning at least one, if not multiple games. Ironically, 
I think they went they went one and done three times. Once was a 2013 team where you know Rodgers broke his collarbone and they barely got in. 2009, early in Rodgers' career, they lost in overtime. They also they went one and done with like arguably the best team of the modern era. The 15 and one Packers lost to the Giants in their first playoff game. That sucks. But way more often than not, when he has gotten to the playoffs, they've managed to put a run together. So that's intriguing at the very least. Here's how I kind of define it, the expectations. One of the frustrating parts, I know they haven't been to a Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl in 25 years, but they also haven't – they've been on this roller coaster track of getting in and not getting in and getting in and not getting in. And there are certain teams – I mean, you look around the NFC – it's hard to win a Super Bowl. The Eagles have won. The Saints have won. Sean Payton, all those years, won. Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, all those years, won. Seahawks, won. But those te- you point to those teams, and they're usually in the field. They at least give themselves a shot. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's got to be the expectation that every year we're in. And, and, and watching these games over the weekend, it's a crapshoot. Right. These are all close games. Yeah. There's not much difference between these teams. But that's got to be the more of the consistency that I think the Joneses are looking for. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's what, been, no, I like that point a and, lot. And there have been different reasons for why not. Obviously, Mick. I mean, 2015 they lost their quarterback. 2017 you lost Zeke for six games. You know, there there have been reasons for it. It's not all on Jason Garrett. But which year was it in Washington? 12 or 13 when Romo was playing with a back that needed surgery. Um, yeah, 13. final game of the yeah. year. Well, yeah. Well, Oh, I'm getting so 12. They lost the last game of the year to the Redskins. 11, 12, and 13, 13. He hurt his back in the second to last game right. and then couldn't play the last oh, game. Oh, Kyle Orton Kyle played Orton. against yeah, Philly. That's the right. Kyle Orton game. So, you know, some bad luck for Jason Garrett during this run. There's no question about it, but that's the expectation. Yeah. You know, they just got to give themselves like, more chances at this. There's been bad luck, obviously, but, you know, for nine years, I mean, I was gonna say like there has been yeah. bad luck, but a decade-long yeah. trend. Like I said, I mean, no, I, he's had a long time in the chair. There's yeah. no doubt about 2013, it. 2013, the I mean, the Packers had a similar thing happen to them. They didn't have Rodgers for the meat of the season. They actually came down here with Matt Flynn and overcame a 26 to three deficit to keep their playoff hopes alive, and wound up winning the division on the last day of the year. So. There has been some bad luck, but you can overcome bad luck a lot of times too. I I, I am intrigued. Darren Orton throwing that <laughs> interception on the last possession. I'm intrigued looking at this. Like, okay, 07, they make it with Favre. 08, they don't make it in Rodgers' first year. And then from 9 to 16, to your point, like they're in it every year. Of course, Aaron Rodgers is a big part of that, but that's pretty shocking consistency. And they, these weren't all world beater teams, by the way. Yeah. And, and one so I, year they didn't. They had a rookie quarterback took over for Rodgers. Yep. And here the here, kid from UCLA. Yeah, I know you're talking about yeah. uh, Hanley or Hunley. Hunley. Or, Hunley. 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 Um, you know the thing is, is you can you can say, well, no, he they they've had the best quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks in in that time, but who have been the running backs? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's been a bunch of them. Uh, Lacey and, and you yeah. know, different, I can't even think of all, all those guys. We got a couple good years out of Lacey. Obviously, Jones and Jamal Williams have been there for the last two or three years. Ty Montgomery at one point. Going, I'd have to. Know. I mean, I, 
I want to say Amon Green, but he did not play for Mike McCarthy. It's kind of like the Brady. No it's kind of like the Brady Mike. years in the, with the Pats. You got Brady, and then right. it's kind of a rotating cast. So, so if you know if, if Mike McCarthy should be a good enough coach to like, all right, because all all the really good coaches say, all right, what do I have, and they can work with that. So no, he doesn't have the best quarterback in the NFL with the best arm. He, he's got a young quarterback who. Can you know he he can he can win some games. Uh, he's going to be as competitive as, as you'll get. He's not the most accurate of quarterbacks, but he can throw the ball around. You know, evident by those yards. But he does have one of the best running backs in the in the NFL. And so maybe from that standpoint, that you know it, the game will be a little bit different. It's it's not he doesn't have Rodgers, but he has Zeke, and that's something better than he's ever had in those teams. I think I think that's a amazing point, Rob. Is like I mean, obviously the goal is to you know reach your first conference title game and win your first Super Bowl in forever, but barring that, get be in the conversation every year. And that's that's been the maddening thing about the Cowboys. Obvi- I mean, the maddening thing is that they haven't won a Super Bowl since 95, but on top of that, they can't sustain success to save their lives. And it, I will it's, say this. It's weirdly formulaic at this point. It go, It's yeah. playoffs, heartbreak slash disappointment, playoffs, disappointment, going back for longer than I care to recount. I'll say this, though. It is hard to do because yeah. how many teams that go to the Super Bowl – one year don't even make it. The Rams are the latest team, but there's been a lot of teams like mm-hmm. that. That's it does speak to the parody. I mean, so half it's the, not easy to do. Half the playoff field turns over every year. So why didn't Bill be able to accomplish that? Bill Parcells. Parcells here with the Cowboys. Well, uh, he was starting kind of from scratch in t- 2003, I think, and was the greatest coaching job ever. Mm-hmm. And then Arguably, hap- yes. And then what happened in 04? Uh, he lost his quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he fought. You know, he yeah, cut he, the quarterback. He cut the quarterback. And, yeah, you know, went with a forty-year-old, and they weren't they weren't as good. And in the next two years, they were nine and seven. But you know, they they caught a hot streak there. I, actually, they were ten and six, I believe. With uh, with Romo, I think they were nine and seven. Nine and Both seven. Those you're years right. with Bledsoe yeah, slash Romo. Nine and nine seven. And seven made, yeah. made the playoffs, and Romo dropped the snap. <laughs> That's what happened. So the last time they went to playoffs back-to-back years? 06 and 07. 06, 07. And how, how about this, that which won't be changed next year, and it, it, it can't be changed until two years, not since Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey's the last right. coach that has led the Cowboys to back-to-back playoffs. 10 and 6. And he and got fired that for right? it, didn't he? 10 and yes. 6 and 8 and 8. Yeah, and he got fired. Yeah. But no coach <laughs> in Cowboys history has gone to the playoffs two straight years. Parcells couldn't do it, and then when Parcells did it in 06 – Wade came in the next year. So they have gone to back to back years. Well, I mean, Jimmy did it. Since Chan Gailey. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I, oh, I, I thought you Chan. said in Cowboys yeah, history. The and then obviously Tom Landry. Yeah. yeah. Not the, the same coach has done it in back to back years. Which is which is really impressive when you look at that stat of McCarthy and yeah. those teams. You know. That stat just blew my mind. And Chan and Chan basically got fired because he couldn't win a playoff game. One year he gets wiped out by Minnesota, and then the next year. Well, the first year, first year was Arizona. Oh, Arizona was the first year. Okay, here's a question that falls in line with that. If this deal is signed and finalized, how long do you think it would be? How long is the contract? Like coaching contracts, mm. head coaching contracts are typically five years, right? That's what Jason had, right? A couple different times. How long? I, I mean, four or five years. I'm yeah. sitting here. Wait, I mean, you might be right, and I, I mean, Mike McCarthy is arguably the most desirable candidate on the market. He might have demanded that, but like. The reason I ask in the first place is this roster seems like it's set up now. You know what I mean? It's yes. Two to three year window. I think 
you've got a maximum of four years that you can expect this offensive line to play at this level, and it's probably less than that. You've got a maximum of like four years where Zeke is really in his prime. Demarcus Lawrence will be 30 in three, four years, all of that type of stuff. And so is this a situation where it's like, we're going to give you three years. Like we're not, we're not building from scratch. The team is here. That and was I, my point. Yeah, exactly. Well, and like I said, I don't know if McCarthy would be willing to sign a shorter deal, but that's the vibe I get is like most teams, when you sign a new coach, you're like, this is the start of an entirely new era. We're going to do all this new stuff. Like here, it's just like the team's here. Let's let's get over the hump. And it, I wonder if what? that affects their expectations for when he does it and how quickly, et cetera. That's a great point, Dave. I mean, I feel like the team is here offensively, but defensively, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of guys up for free agency, yeah. potentially. It's going to be a new-look defense. Who's his coordinator? Yeah, that's an, that's going to be an important hire for is, whoever is the head coach, if indeed it's but wouldn't Did the Packers ever go 3-4? Uh, yeah, yes. they were 3-4 for a long time with Dom Capers. But they don't have 3-4 defensive ends here. They do not. Not even well, close. They do, but one, he's been suspended for like two years. <laughs> Who? Randy Gregory. He's not a 3-4. He's not a 3 He totally could play 3-4 oh, end. I've been oh, saying as a linebacker. I'm yeah. yeah. three. No, 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 no. no I'm sorry. Three, four. No, he's three, talking about the 3-4 four, four end. I'm talking about 3-4 edge rusher. You're right. They don't have any true 3-4 Crawford's. Ends. Crawford could play it. Yes. And that's about it. Malik. Now, here's the thing about Malik. Free agent. I know he's a free agent. But he was, at one point, he was first on the team in quarterback pressures. Now, I think he finished second or third. But he he's right up there, 25-27. That's a lot of pressures for a guy that's playing right. the one and three. So getting up the field and holding your blocks and all that stuff at the same time, I, he might be able to do that. Now, does he want that as a free agent? Or does he want to just say, I'm going to take the money for a position that, I, that I'm good at? You know, um, But I'm just saying, you could... Do they have the three, four rushers? Right. Now that you're right about it, Randy Gregory, that's perfect for him. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I was mainly first. kidding, yeah. Which, it, and I couldn't imagine, even if that was in the long term plans. Jalen Smith, I can't imagine them making hmm? that. Jalen Smith, think about it, three, four rusher. Yeah, but that guy's got to cover. Well, but he's covering now, kind of. At, at, yeah. At the uh, line. And who do they pick on when he's covering? Does he have the length? Like the, I mean, Randy Gregory's fingertips touch the ground. I don't know. I don't I, know if Jalen's got the length to do I, that. That but might I, be what I want him to do. But to your point, swipe up there. What's he done? Probably the best is go forward. Yeah, and make plays forward. He has a knack for it. He's he's savvy doing it. Now I guess it must be stated. We don't know. We're, we're moving of, way on here. Yeah, we don't know the status of Rod. <laughs> we're Marinelli. already changing the formation. Yeah. Chris, Chris <laughs> Richard, who interviewed with the Giants for their head coaching vacancy last week. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of questions to be answered still. Would you agree with me? Like, this is not a defense that needs to be, like, utterly rebuilt. Like, the pieces are in place for them to be good. Maybe not, like, absolutely elite. But, if, I mean, if you're taking over a job, you're like, okay, you have a you have a Pro Bowl caliber edge rusher. Um, you know, you've got two really, really good linebackers, assuming one of them comes back healthy. I mean, that's two levels of your defense. I can't agree with you there. I really don't. I really don't. Because they're not even under contract. Those guys aren't under contract. The three I listed. Well, the three you listed, but one of them hasn't proven that he's ready to play yet in in, in Leighton. And that that scares me because he's got a neck injury. And Jalen Smith, I. 
I don't know. I think he took a step back. I mean, he obviously did. Oh, he did. He, I mean, there's no he think about he it. He took yeah. a step back. So uh, I got questions with Tyrone Crawford. I got questions with Malik, Robert Quinn, Byron Jones. Uh, I don't. Cheeto got benched later in the year. Jeff Heath's a free agent, but you needed an upgrade anyways. There's questions Xavier all over. Woods yeah. did not take the next step. Jordan Lewis will. You know, Jordan Lewis is a good player. I think they should they should try to they should try to keep him for sure. But see, and and what we're talking about is talking pass rush and pass defense, and they can't stop the run. I didn't say that there wasn't any work to do. I just no, think I'm there's just more pieces in place than you can't would expect stop the run when you are replacing a coach. They, they th- can't think about why they lost some of those games. They couldn't stop the run. Shoot, yeah. Which we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they'll actually be willing to invest in defensive tackles this offseason. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another well, a free agent. We, God, it's so yeah. We're, we're, we're and late. Do you change and do you change the concept of your defense, like the philosophy of get up the field, get up the field. And when they were getting up the field, the other team was going down the field the other way. A really interesting point. I know we're running out of time, but, you know, there's a, you know, just following people that are familiar with the Packers on Twitter. Bob Sturm is a lifelong Packers fan. Kevin Turner, et cetera. Um, It'd be an interesting dynamic if McCarthy is the coach in terms of his dynamic with the front office. Because Green Bay couldn't be less like this like Ted Thompson when he was there like he's in the shadows he doesn't talk to the media he does his own thing he doesn't necessarily even interact with the coach on a regular basis we all know it's the opposite here like it's much more involved the general manager is the most public figure in the franchise that's I'm going to be interested to see I think it's going to be a huge departure from what he was used to in Green Bay hopefully for the better well, he understands. He took. I mean, he had other oh, jobs. No, absolutely. He had our other interviews, right? Yeah. So whatever you know, the platform is. He, he understands going in. So many questions to be answered. We hope to get answers. I could do another hour if you we want really, to. We really could. Really could. But I think we're out of time. I can go to twelve twenty. <laughs> oh, you got stuff to do. That's fair. That's fair. That's, That's all right. Fair. We can. I mean, we'll call it a day. We got reports that Mike McCarthy might be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Not confirmed yet. Stay tuned to DallasCowboys.com for all of the late breaking news. We'll let you know if we hear anything official. Shows, t- shows tomorrow and Wednesday. Yes, that's right. I believe Talking Cowboys yeah. will be back at eleven. Okay, and yeah. those guys are back. On, yeah, we're, on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, right? Wednesday. The break is eleven, and hanging with the boys will be at twelve that day. So, and the draft show starts on Thursday. Whoa! Not that that really has anything to do with this. But okay, Brian, I'm excited. What it do you does. want to say? Who's it on does. with you? Uh, it'll be me. Kevin Turner, Jeff Cavanaugh, if you listen to our stuff, you're probably familiar with them. And my guy, Kyle Yeoman, who's in the back right now, uh, joining Look us at- this year. Excited about that. Hey, oh, there he is. Right. Yeah, there. yeah, buddy. I thought that was a guy back there. It's Romo. <laughs> yeah, little Romo face. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, good. I thought it was Caden for a second. <laughs> he wishes. Caden's Kaden. always in here. God, yeah. we got to get Caden in front of the camera. Yeah. Well, all right. Not today. Thanks, guys. For <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Kaden, Stay tuned. I tried. Stay tuned for all breaking news. I'm Dallas sorry. Cowboys. <laughs> Talk at you later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?